episode rewatch of Breaking Bad. I'm Talia Ripley and normally at this point Ethan pops in and says I'm Ethan Crane but um, to be honest we actually recorded this podcast late last night. I felt too tired at the end of it to record the introduction so I'm doing it this morning on our own, my own. Um, just to give the normal spoiler warning we will be talking about spoilers so as ever if you haven't seen all of Breaking Bad please go watch all five seasons before even thinking about listening. So in this week's podcast, we're talking about season two, episode 10, Over, um, which we reflect upon why people in TV programs seem to have to have a wide range of friends who are literally faceless. Um, we ponder whether DIY tediousness problems are a sufficient reason to turn a man to cook meth, and we consider the Freudian interpretations of Skylar's handling of her tea bag. So, just before we start discussion of the episode, uh, as ever, a quick summary of what happened. So, despite the good news about his uh, his cancer, that is in remission, Walt's feeling sort of generally unhappy about things, sort of getting rather angry about things, in fact. And when Skylar throws a party to celebrate the news of um, his good health, uh, he gets into an argument with Hank whilst drunk and rather embarrasses himself. And Dan tries to uh, make amends for uh, being a bit of an idiot and decides to do all manner of DIY projects in the house, which uh, doesn't go down very well with Skyler either. Um, and so he, meanwhile, he tells Jesse that, you know, now he's got the, now that Walt's got the um, good news about his cancer, he's kind of finished with their cooking, which Jesse takes quite well as well because he's now getting into quite a good relationship with Jane. But then he gets a bit taken aback by the relationship when he thinks that Jane's about to introduce uh, him to her father and she sort of blanks him completely and doesn't even acknowledge that he is her boyfriend. And meanwhile, uh, Walt's DIY projects um, get completely dumped when he meets another amateur meth cooker in the DIY store buying up loads of uh, meth cooking um, materials and outside in the car park he tells him in no uncertain terms to get off his territory. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing you didn't cover in your summary. Oh yes. But I thought was, I thought I'd start a discussion rolling. Yeah. Because you know I like to do my Skylar watch. Sky yes. Wait, so... Skylar watch doesn't come straight away at the beginning, is it? Yeah, I thought so. I thought okay. I'd jump in there yes. as it was as you missed her out, um, just to cover her her story. Oh yes. Um, surely that's got to qualify as a bit of a. Bad Skylar. Bad Skylar? Bad, bad behaviour Skylar this week. What, as in flirt, the flirting with Ted Yeah, behavior. yeah. So this is where we've got her in, in the episode. She's obviously, she's been working at Benneke's. Benneke, yeah, yeah, Ted Benneke's, yeah. Yeah, um, and she's staying late. She's, she's under pressure, isn't she? She is obviously kind of cracking a bit in this post, post good news kind of relapse. That's not quite the right word, is it? But she's and weirded out by Walt's behaviour at the party. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It says this, um, and 
Ted is, uh, you know, he does seem like a nice guy, yeah. doesn't he? But Although we do know him as Mr. Grabby Hands. Mr. Grabby Hands, <laughs> and he demonstrates Grabby Hands very yes. completely in that way. But then Skylar returns with beer by being Mrs. Grabby Hands. She gets, yeah, well, she, she does a thing because he sort of, t he goes, they have a kind of a moment in the office, don't they? And she, he says about how, you know, something quite emotional about how yeah. he was found it hard when his you know, in similar circumstances when his dad was looking, things were looking a bit better for him and saying something about how it's so tough being the rock all the time. Yeah. Kind of thing, which, you know, Skylar obviously is like, yes, I'm the rock kind yeah. of thing. And she's very teary, but not at that point. She's teary and she really can't help it. She doesn't mean to be cry all over him. It's unfortunate and she looks like she regrets it. She puts his hand, you know, it's a nice moment between them, but then he puts his hand on her hand and she looks a bit taken aback, like, you know, like when you suddenly think, oh, God, I'm in. Someone's gone a bit too far. Yeah, yeah, like when you, you know, if you've ever been in that scenario yourself, you think, oops, I've got to get out of this. But no, she sort of blows her nose a bit, then returns her hand yeah. right on top of his, like it's taken her a nanosecond or so. And then she's thought, no, I'm going to go with Mr. Grabby Hands. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think... I I thought, well... I think I felt it was her sort of like, you know, Walt, Walt's been behaving weirdly for a long time and possibly been having an affair. That's she true. Know, she doesn't know that. She, she doesn't know that he hasn't, but when, wherever it is, he hasn't, he hasn't um, admitted to her what it is. Now, the slightly weird thing is that, as we've said in, in the last couple of episodes, she's been behaving perfectly normally with him, hasn't yeah. she, up until, you see, until I, recently? I think that's... Just and just because I'm always, you know, I do sort of try and 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 try and understand why 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 Skylar's yeah. disliked and and she is and I don't think it can be totally put down to misogyny. No. Um, yeah, but I think maybe because they sort of took their eye off the ball of their relationship, so it looks like the she's writers all, took their the eye writers, off. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it looks it like us, you know, the last few episodes it's been fine so you don't you forget all her genuine gripes and yeah. issues and concerns and worries and it's like well he's been a bit of an arse at a party so now she's gonna you know do it behind his back with her boss well we don't know that that's what we don't know at that at this point that's what's gonna happen she might we might all you might say at this point is that she's looking for a little bit of attention from another guy because that feels nice Ye yeah. yeah no but she's not just Okay, okay I, think so it's I, I, I do line, admit I do admit the hand on top of his hand, hand is kind of, of indicating some and we do I think we can see in Ted's eyes what his intentions are really, yeah, can't we? Yeah, he's he's, he's Mr. Grabby Hands with his is, eyes. Yeah, he yeah. yes, yeah. And but, of course then she does the rather hilarious but appalling thing about knocking well, the pencils. Yeah, off. so Ted is about to leave the office and she knocks all her pencils off. I like it, big... Ted's leaving the office somehow. You kind of felt that Ted wanted to look into her office as he was passing yeah. with me as well. That's really good. Yeah, there is a real tension <coughs> between the two of them. But and I think I think you're right about that. I mean, we've we've said many times, haven't we, how we feel that Skylar is a bit of a she's a bit of a plot device for the writers. Sometimes mm. she's not she's perhaps not as well written as some of the yeah. not not as not as well written, but she's she's not as thought about as some of the other characters into keeping and keeping their characters mm. really coherent, and so. I think we said just last time, didn't we, that if we'd seen, rather than seeing Walt and Skylar getting on 
fit pretty well in the last two episodes. If we'd just seen a little bit more of the niggling between the two of them, yeah. especially on her part, and the yeah. completely reasonable niggling on her and yet, part. And maybe more of the questioning about what was going on and yeah. that second cell phone, that thing that was such a huge thing. Yeah, and yeah. we had a bit more of that, then this would have seemed a lot more credible somehow, yes, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, and yeah. I think we'd have had more sympathy. Yeah. And perhaps seen her suffering a bit more. I mean, you yeah. know, obviously she's... As a partner of somebody yeah. with cancer, she must have been suffering loads, and yet we haven't really seen it. So, and I think, I think uh, I'm right in recalling that you know we are going to focus on her character more in the next few episodes. I think because she's more of a fundamental part of the story in the rest mm. of this season, uh, and so we, we will see like her sort of like psychological state. I think, but I mean, all we're saying really is we think, like you said, I think the writers slightly took their eye off the ball with Skylar. In the last yeah. episode, but that, I mean, that's all. It was a, quite a minor thing, really. It but just makes it, it does it could affect be a minor we, thing, but it has this. I mean, yeah. you'd say that the kind of fan reaction, if you like, to Skylar yeah. is not completely minor, and yeah. and you can obviously blame cultural forces that perhaps if she'd been, yeah. you know, a male character, um, thinking, oh, I'm this, you know, yeah. a, a girl I, at the office. Yeah, thing, but I would say this instance does contribute to mm. that feeling about her, probably, isn't it? Yeah. And it would only have taken just a couple of little instances, wouldn't it, I think, to, to sort of correct yeah. that. But but it's not an easy no. process, right? Do you know what? <laughs> I was thinking of a ratio as well, yeah. right? And I'm not sure I'd like to think of a really good name for this ratio, but what the ratio is, is comparing the, um, the ease with which you can criticise a television programme yeah. to the ease with which you can write a blindingly perfect <laughs> Oh, it's, I'd say... It's, well, I can see the scale. And you can actually, see the kind the of... The ease with which you can write is sort of like disappearing off yeah. into the tininess. It's sort of, you feel there's logarithms involved in it. <laughs> so I think when we, we should always acknowledge yes. that, you know, that, 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 that we should always bow down to the writers, but... Particularly over a know. story that lasts for 60-odd episodes. Yeah, but yeah. what is a rambling podcast about if not to pick holes in yeah. some I mean, it would be boring say anything exactly anything well that was good you know yeah. if you're every minute but anyway yeah, yeah there's my Skylar watch over I think yes okay yeah sorry I didn't mention Skylar in the in the outline yeah so yeah, yeah. um so the the um the opening scene here yes so uh this is once again this is the third of in this season where we've right. seen something about the pink toy at the beginning now you've yes. been paying attention to how often when they're popping up and they're, they're, yes. this has some meaning. Well, I can tell you it's the first, ten. fourth and now the tenth episode. First, fourth and the tenth. Ten. Yes. Okay. And I actually know the last okay. one will be in the very last episode, I think. First, fourth, tenth, thirteenth. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if those numbers have any. Um, anyway, mm. I said I, there's something I know about which I won't say about until we have the, the final one of them. But, okay. Um, now, if... if um, well, let's, let's not talk about exactly what they're signifying because we know what they're signifying. But uh, as this is a rewatch, we can give a little bit of spoiler thing. So, mm. I did, we, we were talking before, weren't we, about how um, we knew from reading something about interviews with Vince Gilligan that he didn't actually know what the pink toy represented, did he, in the, in the early episodes of this? I find this incredibly hard to believe that how that man writes <laughs> stuff. I but... know, but that, that's true, isn't it? We did mention, we talked about this before, didn't we? Um, you know, I think. Yeah, maybe yeah. it does sound. Yeah. Well, maybe we we'll have to check this out. Check this out. I don't want to. Talk okay, about but sure about say it. what you're going to say. So, in case. 
So what I really liked about this is, given that we, we both remember what the pink toy signifies, don't we? That it signifies the plane crash, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, and, and, yeah. and so does all the other debris that's yes, around there. But yeah. they didn't know that right at, the, no. right at the beginning. So I'm wondering if, so there's four of these kind of cold openers over the season. Obviously the last one in the final episode, they knew what was going to happen next because they're writing the final episode. But do you think they were only vaguely wondering about what was happening and they were just adding in little bits that could have had multiple interpretations so. i think you know what to be honest i still don't quite believe that you can you can stick that in there just think i and it's so random like how am i what i don't know i have no idea well if you think like think about pink toy and think about like so okay so you've got this man walt who is a meth meth cooker we know he's gonna he's gonna be continuing to cook meth we know he's still gonna mm. be cooking meth at the end of the season because that's his his thing you know the story ends when he doesn't cook meth anymore really doesn't it uh yes but they didn't um, know for sure they'll get a third season I'm no not sure true their, but their so hmm. you could think well it's to do with children we know it's gonna be something horrific anyway don't we this week so i can think of other other possibilities that a pink toy could be couldn't they like it could be a drowned child or something, couldn't it? Well, or, yeah, totally. Yeah, many, many things it could I was, be. Really. I mean, I think I was always assuming it had something to do with the unborn child that I assumed would yes. get born fairly soon within yes. the, the second season, obviously. Uh, oh, I like the idea that that, um, that maybe it's something to do with Walt and um, Skyler's child. Child, well, daughter. That, did you child. not? Did that not like? Yeah, that obviously no. massively occurred to me. No, no, it didn't occur. But I like the idea. It could have been that, and then they changed their minds and they thought, "Oh no, we're going to get some more series here. We can make it something bigger that takes us okay, further away." <laughs> but it was, I mean, obviously, especially at this stage, I feel they they know where they're going with the story by um, this episode. Yeah. So, episode ten of a thirteen. Yes, must so. because so lots of the lots of the bits in the cold opener here were things like putting the bodies in the bag, weren't yeah. they? Outside so his, so yeah. you've got two bodies. And, I mean, as you say, so we know that at the end, there's a, the plane crash, which yeah. is, you know, indirectly. Actually, we had a massive row about whether indirectly, it was indirectly or directly. That was, yeah, let's not go through let's that not again. Go through that again. Yeah. It was caused, in some sense, uh, kind of by Walt's actions. Um, um, because it's Jane's dad. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. but... Um, Obviously, the thing you see is you see two body bags. I mean, this is because so we, every one we've seen a little bit more, isn't it? To yeah. begin with, it's just the eyeball of the toy and Laying the weird thing. Yeah, that's the second one. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so that's the second one. And that, that point in the second one, you also see some glasses that look very much like Walt's glasses. Yeah. See, this is what I like. I like the idea that they were just playing around with loads of different interpretations mm. of each one. And then, yeah. The, yeah, but then this one, I feel they knew exactly where they were going. But yeah. you've also then got, you've got the broken glass, windscreen, windscreen, windscreen yeah. and two body bags. Yeah. And so, but so, sorry, the first time you watched it, you must have thought two two people who live at this house in body bags or two yeah. people closely related to our our main um our main protagonist surely so he kind of i and 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 you know and, and pink toy are you think what are you thinking well the Junior pink toy and in the body bags? i was yeah i was yeah. sort of assuming that right at that point because that seems you know it seems reasonable that the that the, um, that the, the, the family of a of a, a, drug um, a drug dealer would yes. be under attack. I can't, I don't I'd say I don't remember feeling that the first time of watching it. Okay. But did you remember feeling that the first yeah. time of watching it? Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think the first time? Can you remember? I don't know. I think I was just completely mystified. I think I, no, I think, um, I, think those, okay. I thought those body bags were something else that maybe 
other drug dealers or something or or maybe thought, yeah yeah i don't know i can't actually remember maybe i did think okay. that i can't really remember but, what did yeah. you think of the, like the schindler's list effect of the you know it's all oh, the pink toy and the yeah it's not actually in black and white though it's, the rest of it. it's just very dulled down colors isn't it oh yeah i say it is a schindler's list effect like it would go red yeah. coat, isn't it yeah yeah um i only asked that because i yeah. don't think you were very keen on the Schindler's List effect. No, I didn't like it, Schindler's List. I, I thought it was too emotive for a uh, distinctly un-Spielberg-like film. It was the only Spielberg moment in a very un-Spielberg film, I thought. But, um, but anyway, I'm not talking about Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind, actually. I don't think it was... Uh, okay. Yeah, particularly... No, I did quite like it. Actually. You did quite like it, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I have a soft spot for Schindler's List as well. Um, okay. Who are those people at the party? Well, all the people friends? that Skylar thanks for yeah, your support. For your support. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, could have been lots of things we haven't seen going on. There are lots of lots of friends they probably have yeah. that we haven't. It, it's super difficult, isn't it? In any any series or, or you know, that with a group of people, you can't write a realistically kind of. Um, populated person's life no because we've all got loads of connections and people that we see in regular but that's they don't all get involved in every story so no and you you can't just involve them one story and then leave them because then there'd be sort of like a hanging thing so you know that would be worrying so it's 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 just one of those unfortunate things that you just sort of have well yeah you know all our friends yeah but we never see how how they film them like you don't really get to see any of their faces like oh, when they're it's okay. focusing on really when you're focusing on Skylar and Marie when they're talking and yeah. there's sort of some peripheral people, but filmed in such a way that you don't really remember their faces. I think I thought that was quite clever. And no, like I when didn't when they're outside the pool and it's like Walt and Hank mm. and Walt Junior, and you see all the other people around the other side of the pool, but they're not close enough to. Pick yeah, their faces. I, I did really notice that because you yeah. think surely somebody's going to do something yeah. at this point. But like, as I say, it's kind of necessary to do that, isn't it? Because otherwise, as soon as you someone's face coming in into view, there's sort of an automatic assumption on the part of the viewer that they're going to be involved in this somehow. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, right. it's interesting how that reminds me of the Richard Linklater film Boyhood, in mm. that characters in that did just come in and go out again somehow, didn't they? Yeah. And, but you didn't really mind somehow because no. of the way that that film was constructed. That is a, something in a different category all of its own, isn't yeah. it? Which is a brilliant film. If anybody hasn't watched it, you should... Go yeah. and spend but we three spent, hours of your life doing that. We spent probably another three hours trying to work out why we liked it so much and didn't really come to any conclusion. Yeah. But it is very good. If anyone's got any ideas? Maybe we'll do a whole podcast on that. Oh, yes. Another <laughs> time, anyway. But yeah, yeah, the party is a great, brilliant scene. I liked yeah. it. Um, I, 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 was, I was slightly confused at why, at why Walt was getting quite so drunk. Okay. I mean, I, no, tell me your theories. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't have a theory I've I am a little bit okay so this was another question of mine about it's, it's all about Walt's the sort of theme in this program I thought yeah. it was like Walt's machismo to some extent yeah his pride so um it, it's kind of insulted a bit when uh when Skylar's doing a thank you speech and she talks about Gretchen and Elliot and yeah. I felt like he's once again going, oh, bloody, bloody Elliot Schwartz. It's like, I can't get away from that man, even though he's got, nobody's got here any idea what I've done. But I've done this and yeah. they, they get all the thanks. Yeah, he's got a real sort of look on his face. I did, I did like the way he sort of precursor to this. It's like Walt's kind of like 
trying to be really genuine in showing his enthusiasm for a party, even though we know he's not really enthusiastic mm. about a party. But at the, at the breakfast table, do you notice? Yeah. He's sort of like, yeah, yeah, that'd be really nice no, kind of he thing. Is, he's isn't trying he? to make a good effort at doing it. But, yeah, yeah. But he's all, almost immediately scuppered by this speech. Yeah, and, yeah. so it's like he's been, yeah, he's sort of really trying to be nice to Skylar yeah. and, and go along with it and trying to get back into his life. I think he's feeling like, um, I should be, I should be happier than I am. Um, but then, yeah, there's that part where, where we've got the kind of oh, great bloody Gretchen, blah, blah, blah. No, not Gretchen so much as Elliot. Um, his little speech, which... <laughs> that was the worst, one of the worst speeches ever. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I like that. Why me? But it was, it was kind of profound. It was, and, but... and it really kind of described exactly how he really genuinely felt, I think, didn't it? You know, yeah. he said, why me, about the original diagnosis of his cancer, and then... You know, that's what he was thinking. Why me when he was punching the the dispenser yeah. in the toilet? Wasn't it the end of the last episode? Now, yeah. okay, sorry, another diversion. Now we we disagreed a little bit about his reaction when he was punching the mm. thing in the loo. Yeah, can you remind me what our disagreement was about? Yeah, well, I said that I felt he was a bit disturbed about. Now I've got to get on with real life, and yeah. I don't know what to do, and I'm not sure if. I wasn't expecting this, and now I'm. Don't know. Yeah. You felt that he was disturbed because he felt he hadn't. He'd done all this stuff, and he hadn't stuff. needed to. He'd done yeah. all this bad stuff, and hadn't really needed to, yeah. and he hadn't really enjoyed it. Now, I was listening back to the conversation we had the week before when I, I was. I sometimes do review our podcasts before <laughs> when they go out, and we had been talking about the previous week, and I think it was when Walt's talking to Hank. And he's saying about, um, he's trying to cheer Hank up and saying about how... Oh, when Hank's had a bit of a freak out yeah, over the Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And he's, uh, he's sort of saying, you know, well, I've, you know, I can't remember, sometimes... So, he's saying something like, I find it really hard sometimes, you know, just carrying on. And, oh no. Oh no, he's saying it's really good. You know, I found a new lease in life. Yeah. And I think you were saying, I think this is because he's found a new lease in life and enjoying because he really gets such a lot out of the meth stuff. Yeah. Then your argument is he doesn't get a lot out of the meth stuff. In fact, he deeply regrets it and that's why he's so upset. But I think he's upset because he gets a lot out of the whole meth cooking. I, I see you mean. So you're thinking that that conversation with Hank, kind of what more my interpretation of that was that... Um, that he, he was what he was saying to Hank was was genuine and that he does get a lot out of the meth cooking. He's yeah. found a new well, sort of kismo. Yeah. He isn't telling Hank exactly what he's yeah. doing, but I don't think those two things are entirely contradictory though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, I mean, but I mean, what, what do you think now? Of, yeah. Do you think that changes? Because we do seem to see a man who is you know, ultimately this program is taking him back to yes. working, isn't it? Yes. Well, I, I I think I mean, and this isn't just trying to justify my what what you see as my sort of change in opinion of Frank's character. Contradiction. <laughs> Contradiction. Yeah, but but do you not think both of these things are possible to have in in one person's head in some ways? Like, like I I agree. It sort of centres around the punch. Why was he punching the dispenser? Yeah. So angry. So disturbed. So angry and disturbed. And yes, part of that is definitely. How am I going to live now? I wasn't. I didn't expect to be living anymore. Mm. I thought I was doing all that I needed to do because I wasn't going to be living anymore. And now I am going to be living. I don't know what the hell. I, what the hell I'm, I'm going to do with yeah. myself. But 
but also, I mean, do you not think that now you, now, when you're thinking, well, now I have to carry on living, I now also have to live with all that stuff that I've done as well, you know? Yeah. I, look, I, I, I just, I did just feel that little, I mean, I, I must say, must say this episode now is kind of like, by the end of it, obviously, Walt is, is like, I know how I'm going to carry on living now. I'm going to carry on living as I was doing before because this, this other style of life just isn't doing it for me, really. DIY. DIY, yeah. But but there was something more to it than that. I was going to say a bit later actually. Say mm. that I remember when I first watched when we watched this episode the first time round. Mm. I didn't really like this episode very much. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. Do you remember that as well? Um, yeah. 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 I think yeah. Or, a discussion about it. Um, because I, I felt that I felt that Walt's. Um, sudden sort of almost like, it's like suburban yeah. freak out oh I'm really bored with this I'm really yep. bored with DIY I better go back to meth cooking I felt that was a little bit lame somehow but this time round yeah I really felt it a lot more I felt yeah. it was much more credible yeah and I think I think some of it's to do with the memory of the last two episodes as well thinking about mm. these other things that were going on like I don't because I don't remember having all the feelings about thinking that Walt would be you know, our discussion about punching the dispenser, that being about um, I've got to carry on living now and I've also got to live with the stuff mm. that I've done. I didn't, I wasn't really feeling that in this episode before, but now mm. it kind of, I mean, maybe, maybe he's only trying to make, make sense, it makes sense what he's done if he carries on doing it. To go back to... Yeah, okay, yeah. that's if you're holding that in. I I personally don't know how much he's thinking about what he's done. I mean, then that's what that's what I was saying last week. I mean, I, I think I only like that as an interpretation of of Walt because I think it makes him even more three dimensional somehow. It certainly makes him more human. It makes him more human. Considering yeah. that, yeah. But you have to say if you if that's such a problem to you, don't go back into the arena in which all that sort of shit happens because it, more stuff will inevitably happen. Yes, so, uh, um, but, but, also, but people aren't yeah. always logical in their decision. I do, I do think, though, I do think, I, I mean, I do feel that your interpretation possibly holds more, more water because, well, in order for my, in order for what I was saying to, to be more credible, I think this would have had to be stretched out over a couple more episodes with Hank really trying to return to normal life. Because he, he, Walt. he uh, with Walt's trying mm. to return to normal life. Yeah, because he, when him and Jesse meet up, he basically yeah. says, yeah, I, I'm done. Doesn't he? And, he does. And not very. Got... He, you can see he's not. His heart's not quite there. Even when he says it, it's, he's. Sounds... Well, I think he's. He's just bewildered a bit. Yes. Hasn't he? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, like well, well I'm, I'm done. I suppose like logically, I've got to stop doing this. It's a lovely scene between him and Jesse as well, isn't it? Oh. It's really nice. It's like it's the only kind of relationship in this whole episode that seems to work out, really, isn't it? Between yeah. the, between the two of them. You That's know. an interesting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really nice, and just. Jesse's really pleased for him that he's not. Isn't he? Yeah. I was, that was another thing I was going to say, that this yeah. is this episode shows that Jesse is solidly a nice bloke. Yeah. I think yeah. last week we had it confirmed, you know, we were saying, well, you know, you can see there's a trust between the two of them that's solid and yeah. is going to be built upon. But, you know, like he is so, he's like, oh, you must be psyched, you know, yeah. yay. And, uh, and we have even more confirmation with Jesse here, don't we, that... Uh, uh, with his relationship with Jane as well. Like, he's really into Jane. Really, and, he, and he's he really wants, upset when she yeah. treats him really badly. He yeah. wants to be a proper boyfriend yeah. kind of thing. And, and yeah, he is, he is, he's really upset by that. Yeah. Oh, oh poor, poor Jesse. Jesse. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, no, and he's he's great, and he doesn't push uh, Walt into into cooking no. at all. He's no, like, no yeah, way. Is he kind of say, I mean, and he's giving him. I guess doesn't he give him a whole bunch of money as well? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not the whole six hundred thousand because he's have to sell it. Yeah, still, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's uh, actually Jesse's uh, Jesse's distribution seems to go pretty smoothly, doesn't it? Most of the time, you we, know? we haven't covered the distribution thing this week, have we? No. But, but it seems um, to work out pretty well. Yeah. I well, put a pin in that for the next week yes. or so. I yeah. think um, for my memory. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, party. Other nice things about the party. Yeah. Sorry, we're kind of flipping around a little bit, yeah. but I really like the bit where Skylar's saying something like, "Oh, you know, I'm so happy to still have Walt and blah blah blah," and you know, and, and just she, everyone turns to Walt and. He just does something like he blows a kiss to her. He's obviously looks a bit awkward and he's just kind of like trying to poo-poo the attention away. And Marie is standing in front of Walt and she turns around with that little perfect round mouth of ooh, kind of like, oh, how cute, which is just that terrible thing that it's a female generally thing to do to sort of say, oh, to just interpret somebody's behaviour as, oh, isn't that so sweet, isn't that so, which I really liked. Oh, I, I think I, I particularly liked um, at the party, like I think when Walt's sitting at the table with uh, Walt Jr. and Hank, mm. the thunderous look on his face while he's doing that was just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. The thunderous look on, on Walt's, Walt's face, face while he's doing... While, he, while kind of uh, Hank's, Hank's go, yeah. going on about the See, Mexican this is, Again, party, this is the whole... Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think he's thinking? I was just thinking he's angry because Hank is... You know, he does appear an idiotic buffoon, doesn't he, often yeah. in public. He's being pretty racist with his, oh, Tortuga is bean speak. Yeah, I don't feel that's what Walt's getting Walt's goat, though, really. But not... he's got uh, Walt Jr.'s admiration completely. He's obviously, that angers him, yeah, doesn't but, he? And he says, why are you looking at him? Why are you looking at him? Yeah. But this, <laughs> I mean, you know, that has been their life. We saw that kind of thing right back in the beginning, didn't we? His very sort of 50th birthday party. So do you think that's Walt sort of, sort of saying, oh, you, my, my son, you're looking at your uncle with all this sort of like admiration for his, his sort of like um, breaking up of this cartel yeah. or whatever. And yeah, I know what I've done. I've done far more yeah. worthy well, macho stuff than not that. Not worthy. Well, not worthy, no. Uh, far more macho. macho stuff than yeah. that sort of thing. And he's he's kind of annoyed that he can't yeah. he can't sort of demonstrate any of that, I suppose, isn't he, to, to Walt Jr.? Yes. So he, he does really want, he does want to impress all the time, doesn't he? As being he a, does. Yeah. Did you, so he th that is sort of a motivation for him then, sort of giving, you know, being like... Um, the bad parent giving it, trying to just show off to his kid, isn't it? Yeah. The lowest form of parenting. Oh, God, it's awful. Just kind of giving your kid booze in a, yeah, look, I'm, you be hard like me kind of way, um, which so far I've not sunk to, so yeah, you go me as a parent. But no. um, what, do you, do you believe that of Walt? That, that it is, it is a little bit of a jump in Walt's character. Like, you know, as of throughout this, the whole, uh, Five seasons. We're looking at Walt going from Mr. Chips into um, Scarface. You know, Scarface. Yeah. Um, he's not. He's not Scarface, is he? Not minute? yet. No. And he's very much. You I know, think he. I think he's kind of um, feeling his relationship 
feeling it in relation to Hank, isn't he? He's, it is to do with Walt Jr. here, isn't it? Walt Jr. is looking to Hank for sort of like, you yeah. know, looking up to him. Yeah. And, you know... Which he's, he's done many, many times before. Yeah, yeah. And, and it really, you know, if you think on the face of it, Walt's position here is father just recovered from cancer. It's hardly particularly macho, is it? Or, no. or um, no, something but... that... Well, it's not... Yeah, but it's not something... He, he's not competing in the male field is he no of doing, doing that no. not with Hank at all anyway certainly. no yeah. um, but do you believe because he's never done it before he's never done anything and he's really really fucking bullshit with Hank he is yeah I mean it, it was angry I mean he's not just but somehow I think it's sort of it, it's of a of a piece with the punching the dispenser really isn't it it's kind of like he's still he's still kind of like a bit dazed from the mm. diagnosis really isn't it he's still kind of thinking what the hell am I doing now, really, isn't it? But yeah. even when, okay, but so he, he sets off this chain of events, he gets Walt Jr. a bit drunk, then he starts, um, you know, steps away from Walt Jr. and he's, you know, as Hank's trying to take the bottle of t uh, tequila away, yeah, um, in a good-natured way, a little bit patronising, but basically no, good-natured. Pretty much as well, as well as you can do it. Yeah, 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 pretty all right, really. Yeah. And he's starting, practically starting a fight, Walt Jr. then, um, you know, massively vomits into the swimming pool, yeah. which is surely go for a pot plant, you know, don't do a swimming pool. Well, you know. Yeah. Tip to the kids. Yeah. Not that we have a swimming pool. But, um, and that's, you know, and then and Skylar comes out is obviously, you know, what's going on here. And Walt just sits, sits back down, and yes. really and smugly smiles. Yes. I thought that was just pushing it a little bit far yeah, for me. The smile. I think yeah. I think I know we're supposed to think he's pretty drunk. I suppose that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um I I just found it a little hard to believe that what would do that. I don't think the smile that. was really really Yeah. So, yeah, the, if he just sat down and just kind of sat there, I think that would have been fine, I think, but the yeah. smile seemed to be I mean, we've had other instances, haven't we, where Walt gives a slight smile, doesn't he? Like, I think I remember one where where um, he meets up with um, Combo and Skinny Pete and Badger in the observatory, mm. and he's just retold the story about Jesse crushing crushing um, yes, Scrooge's yeah. head, Has and he... he gives this little smile on the way, as if to say, "Yeah, this is how we're going to become kind of like you know." Yeah. King, kings of this town, this yes. city. Yeah. yeah, right. And he doesn't retell yeah. this. They just think they it. They just think and it, yeah. He just sort what I was saying is we see these little instances yes. where Walt has a wry smile mm. to himself. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I must admit, I, did, I found that a little bit too much. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, I think we should remember that this, this is a really important, another really important episode as far as Walt's yes. character goes. Because yeah. we, like we said last week, he's, he's, He's had the diagnosis that the cancer is in remission, which sort of completely takes the story in another direction from the very beginning when he mm. was diagnosed with the cancer. And now we have to we have to be told in a really sure fashion about what's going on next, and we have to understand why he's going to carry on cooking. Yes, yeah, yeah they have to lay that down because, yeah. and it makes sense for him to say, total sense for him to think, okay, we, I do not need to do this anymore. Yeah, to step back. No, and I know, and I, I do think so. What? Let's go on his journey after that. Um, he then gets. Uh... So he, can't, he tries to apologise, doesn't he? He does ring Skylar up the next day. He says that he's rung Hank up to apologise, and he tries yeah. to apologise to Walt Junior. Yeah. And and also he has that kind of he has that kind of like odd moment where 
Walt Jr. says, yeah, but I did drink three cars with didn't he? Yeah. And, then, and Walt seems quite disturbed by that, doesn't he? As yeah, though, well, it's like, well, no, I yeah. think he's disturbed because Walt, Walt Jr.'s just not understood yeah. that it was, it was Walt about... was being an idiot. And, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe he was sort of, I, I wondered if it was him slightly sort of seeing his own ego in Walt Jr. and seeing like how... You know that because that was it's kind of a ridiculous thing for Walt Jr. to think, wasn't it? That actually, yeah, oh, it was quite cool, wasn't it? I did, I did drink two or three cups of tequila. And you're yeah. thinking, Walt does demonstrate some of those same um, same traits in some ways, doesn't yeah. he? I don't know, yeah, maybe, maybe he was. I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into that. But but sorry, carry on. You were saying mm. about Walt's kind of. Okay, well, I was thinking of him setting off into DIY land, really, yeah. which is. I say it's a little bit of a shorthand for like suburban dad hell. He gets quite into it, doesn't he? Yeah, so that's what's interesting. So at (laughs) first, what happens is he, you know, he 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 sees that there's all this rot. uh, Well, no, first of all, he gets a new boiler. Oh yeah, there's a new boiler. That's right. So he goes off to to, and I was thinking, you know, because when he finds that it's leaking or doing whatever it is to make all this brown crud appear everywhere, he he looks like. "Mm." And you're thinking, okay, and I, the way I knew this episode had a lot to do with DIY, and I was yeah. kind of expecting him to be completely depressed when he gets to the DIY store. That's what I would have done. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but he's really he loves it because he can he's got loads of money in his pocket. Yeah. So I think he I quite like the idea of this is the only because this is the only time we've seen Walt being like, yeah, I've got a big wad in my pocket. I'm gonna get the best fucking boiler. You've got. So he goes to the shop, doesn't he? And the guy says, "Well, this one's a little bit more expensive. Not a problem." No problem. <laughs> yeah, my good man. I've got. You know, it's it's quite lovely, and yeah. and he installs it himself, though, of course. Yes, although... and the guy's impressed by him installing yes. it. Yes, <laughs> good, very good, sir. Um, That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then he installs it, and that's when he finds the rot. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So. <laughs> that's when and Walt Jr. comes back again and he's... And what, so are we supposed to think, because Walt Jr. can't see, he, as he says, you know, he's, he says, look at this, and he says, it's wood. And are we supposed to think that he's actually slightly fabricating this rot, this... I don't think so because he does dig it out. He does dig the wood, doesn't he? Yeah, it's kind there's of like some bit... sort of problem, but yeah. is he taking it too far? Because the implication from there's like some breakfast, ta- um, you know, in a few days' time. Yeah. And Skylar and, and Walt Jr. are at breakfast. Skylar has the best, best expression. <laughs> Just that kind of, I can't bear it anymore. But to be fair, if the house is, you know, made out of wood and rotting, yeah, yeah he's probably got a good point. I thought that. Actually, the implication was with Walt Jr. saying, I can't see anything, you know. I know that Walt Jr. is not an expert. I thought maybe it was sort of saying he's actually slightly pushing it a bit. That I, no, I thought really it was meant exist. to say that Walt is sort of like he's a perfectionist sort of thing and he can't bear, okay. and he can't bear the fact that there's even, it's even slightly... And also, he now needs something to focus his, his yes. renewed energies yes. on sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And so now he's thinking, right, this is going to be it. And... And and like we see, like there's obviously a few days later, and he's dressed. I love the way he's all dressed in the same gear that he could. Yes, see. yeah, yeah, that is great. That was definitely deliberate. And he's sort of like not even eating breakfast with him, and he's obviously really widening Skylar up, and he hasn't really noticed. Um, yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. doing that on purpose, is he? I don't think that's just. 
No, I mean, does he, does he, is he thinking that he's getting into Skyler's good books by doing this? Is that what he's, you know, is it almost like um, a sort of apology for the party or what? Perhaps, because, I mean, basically he's being domestic and yeah. he's not been domestic for a really long time. So, so he, he's sort perhaps of... Perhaps he thinks it's a good he's plan. He's sort of, Sadly, sort of like trying to impress Skylar by going uber domestic. And, yeah. And, uh, and, it, and he seems kind of happy with it, doesn't he? Sort of. And then... He goes off for something else. I forget what prompts him to go once again back to the DIY store. He's got to... He gets something. I don't know what the hell it does, but it's called Kills. Yeah. Right on side. K-I-L-Z, which yeah. I assume was purposeful. And then there's a great bit where he runs into... Runs the, the Abbott meth cook. Yes. There's, there's a, he just finds a trolley, which is that looking at the supplies. He thinks, oh. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that we know exactly what he's thinking as well. He's yeah. looking at it. Um, and there's this young kind of like a even more far more messed up than Jesse yeah. guy and he's, he sort of gives him some advice and I love the fact that he is actually at that point he's just like one of those men on the internet who can't help but give advice when he sees a need to have some advice <laughs> he's seriously I don't think he's got it doesn't look like he's got any sort of macho kind of thing going on at that point no but you know, and he says, don't buy those, you know, you can't get them, you want the phosphorus from here, you don't get this from the matches, buy the matches or the little strips, you know, you know. and I don't know what he's thinking, well, I could, I could, I could believe that he yeah, would want to yeah. do that and want to say that, Yeah. then the other guy freaks the hell out with this kind of, like, dad telling him how to make cooked meth. Yeah, obviously thinking he's a, I don't know what he's thinking, is he thinking he's DA or what? Possibly, but you just think... I don't know, some, you know, yeah. I, I'm and there's a great out. standoff out, outside yes. the car park. But yeah. prior to that, he go, then goes to the till, doesn't he? Yeah. So remember that bit where he's that's at like the till? like the beeping of the, of the till, yeah. And it's, that's a, some turning point, isn't it? So is the beeping of the till meant to sort of be implying the sort of suburban domesticity of, of what he's sort of doing? Or what? I felt it was yeah. a little bit heavy-handed, to be honest, because yeah. it's quite... It's quite quick wasn't it but it, it is but um I, I i think he's in a way he's just turning over because when the guy runs off i like it he has a little kind of uh a kind of real smile to himself as a as a bit of a kind of like oh lord you know yeah, the youth of today the youth of today <laughs> they don't know how to cook meth properly but he's so at, you know I, I think he's just sort of brewing his kind of, oh, actually, I scared that guy off. I freaked him out. I assume that there's something he got, you know, he got something out of that. And oh, OK, I wasn't thinking, I wasn't, no, I didn't OK, that. I mean, yeah. maybe it wasn't at that point, but I sort of could believe, I mean, I don't know. I, I could believe anybody deciding to go on a lifetime of cooking meth when they're suddenly stuck in DIY store. It is a very depressing place. I'd have gone back to it just at the first sign of the boiler breaking, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd have been I'd, well, got, to start I'm with, I'd have used some of that $600,000 to pay someone yeah, to go fix that. I know, I know you're, that's not your thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know, I bought the fact that he just, you know, it was a little bit, I don't mind, I don't mind, I quite like that, the beeping noise of the, is, is, has been used, I suppose, to symbolise yeah, some I, kind I, of. It felt a little bit heavy handed to me, but okay. we can give it that anyway. Um, I had another question about, um, about Walt, if, if Walt, we're talking about Walt's character and how this is kind of quite an important episode for him, the change in his character, how does, how does Walt feel about Skylar now? How does he feel about mm. Skylar and, and Walt Jr. really? What does he, 
what how's he how's he feeling about them because the whole of this thing all the way through has been to support them when he's gone kind of thing but surely he must think by going back to cooking meth he's sort of like putting them in danger again isn't it putting them in danger of some kind i remember the danger he put them in with tuco like at some point when he thought tuco was coming to kill him and his family well i think he's a man who's always misguided by his ego so he thinks he can sort it you know so he's He's not really thinking about that aspect of it at the moment. No. But is he considering, is he thinking now, that he, now that he's thinking of going back to cooking meth, is he thinking, I can do this and still keep my family around me, or is he just not thinking about that at the moment? I think he does. I think he totally he wants totally his does. family. No, yeah, absolutely. He doesn't want his family to break up at all. Right. Um, and he's thinking, I can, keep, I can contain this, I can keep it a secret, I can do this, this yeah. is okay. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he hasn't thought it through that much. <laughs> I think if he went to his local careers guidance advisor, okay. they probably That's... have some issues to yeah, talk, talk through. You know? but, um, or maybe relationship counselling with a... Yeah, and I don't know how... I don't know how... I think he's... I don't think he's thought much about Skylar. I think he... I know. Does he think of Skylar as a bit of a nag? Does he find her... Like, not a, a warm presence to be next to? to. No, I don't think so at the moment. I mean, from, apart from, like, you know, he knew he screwed up at the party. So yeah. apart from the party, of the past few weeks, him and Skylar have gone pretty well, really, haven't they? So, weirdly. Weirdly, yeah. yes. But Maybe. No, no. I was just thinking, you know, we, we just suggested earlier that it would have been better if we'd seen more of, Mm. Skylar's suspicion of, of war. Yeah, more, and, more disagreements yeah. between the two of them would have made would more that, sense of Skylar's behaviour. Yeah, well, would that have changed how Walt felt about... Might, yeah, well, that would have been like, oh, my life at home's a bit shit, so I might as well go and cook meth because it's all turning crap anyway. But yeah. that would be quite a different story, wouldn't it? Because yeah. I think I prefer the idea of a man who, who wants still to keep... thinks he can keep his yeah, family together. He wants yeah. to keep this domestic stuff going, but yeah. it's going off. Yeah. But, um... Anyway, I think we've probably we've probably covered that now. Haven't yes. We? Yes. I just the, the one thing we haven't really talked about is um, is Jesse and Jay and Jane in this uh, episode. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about the last scene as well, though. We saw. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Talked about the final bit in the car park because that's yes. like yeah. kind of crucial, really, yes. in, in, yes. in Walt's story, in yeah. that because he's now. So so like I was saying at the at the till, he thinks. I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. But do you think, so when is the point when he decides he's going to go and scare the shit out of the, the guys, the amateur meth producers? Do you think that's when he's at the, at the queue he decides to I go? I think it's when he's no. at the till, isn't it? Yeah, and the beeping, the beeping noise going but, on. But he doesn't know they're going to be outside. I think I think the till point is a kind of... I'm not doing this, fuck it. I don't I'm know. not doing this, do I? Why? No. Yeah. I think he... I Part of him is thinking... You know, because he's got the pride of, like, doing a good job with the meth cooking. Yeah. I think he's honestly thinking he can't bear the idea of these amateurs making a really poor product. And, and possibly almost that, um, you know, that uh, cooking meth is a containable thing that he knows how to do. Dry rot is something that might get away from him. He might be able to solve, and maybe that's doing his head in, <laughs> in well, comparison. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't really think that's the message. No, no I see what you mean, yes. He, yes, no, I think that is part of it, isn't it? He, like, he's like, Jesus Christ, we've got all these, all these 
people who don't know how to cook meth at all it who is. are going to take over. You know, there, there is a hole that yeah. I, I should, I should yeah. be doing this. If anyone should be yeah. doing this, it should be me. If anybody should be making loads of money, it should be me. I don't think he's thinking I'm going to have a go at them when he leaves, but it just yeah. happens that they're outside. Yes. Yeah. So when he walks out in the car park, it's kind of chance that they're still out yeah. there. But he, he's kind of, he's in a sort of like pent up mood yeah. by that point, isn't he? So, I mean, do you think we needed to have him having the big standoff with what with with ha Hank rather? to show that he's in a that kind of state. So when he has a big standoff with the guy, he's a big guy, isn't he? Well, it's kind not so unbelievable. Overweighty. Yeah, yeah we, perhaps that makes Maybe. a little bit more sense of him and Walt, yeah. uh, him and Hank, rather. I think, I, I think that that was the scene, that kind of standoff in the car park scene, was part of my slightly disliking this episode in the first time round. I sort of yeah. felt that that... That was a little bit of a jump for for Walt. He but, is going what? Yeah. yeah, two steps. He's gone. He's gone further a bit Scarface. Too soon. Yeah, too, too soon. Too Scarface. Too soon. Maybe. Maybe. No, I, I see that, but it's still a really good moment. Yeah. <laughs> because no, it's just you know it's just so great. You're you're just letting the audience enjoy enjoy it and just yeah. And it's believable that those guys would be so freaked out by you know an older bloke, but not tiny yeah. bloke who's standing his ground, obviously knows a lot about what they're doing. Yes. That's just scary in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to start a fight in a public car park, really. No. So, yeah, he must think he's quite professional if he's explained, yeah. like, what's it? Yeah. And then when yeah. somebody says, stay off, you know, yeah. what does he say? Stay out of my territory. Stay out of my territory, yeah. Yeah. Once again, like, um, my slight criticisms here, I think we'll just hold up the, uh, the graph, shall we, the writing to critiquing ratio graph. That mm. you mentioned earlier. Yes. I'm just holding it up here for you to oh, look okay. at. Yeah. yeah. And noticing how far off the end the tiny bit of difficulty in writing goes. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is yes. So yes, that's absolutely fine. Yes. But so, okay, back to Jesse and Jane. Yeah, yeah. So Jesse and Jane, I was, I um, I mean, I we, we talked just a bit earlier about this. I, I really liked Jesse and Jane's because it just shows Jesse like just wanting a girlfriend and like being oh. really upset when when Jane sort of doesn't introduce him to her dad. Part of which I couldn't quite understand. I think we're going to hear a bit more about her later because she's in recovery and that's a, that's part. Do of you it, not it? get that? I... No, I do. I do get. I do get it. Uh, partly it's because and it's because he's, she's, well, she's obviously slightly suspicious of him as well. She doesn't know what work he does. She thinks he's a drug dealer, doesn't she? Yeah, and she knows it's something pretty dodgy. Something pretty, yeah, and Jesse's not really acknowledging that fact, is he? He thinks he can. He thinks he can be the. But isn't it like? I've uh, sort of super awkward whenever you have a parent meeting boyfriend slash girlfriend situation. Normally, you want to prepare for it well in advance. Yeah. Jump it jumping at you. I could well imagine going for. She, a... she does say to him though, doesn't she? Because what is this you and I thing? Yeah. Which is no, really okay. harsh, isn't it? So she yeah. is. She's kind of kind of really saying, aren't we just fuck buddies, isn't that? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, that is what she's saying. Is it sort of what she said, yeah. Um, which is harsh, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a cool chick, isn't she, really? That's yeah. not, I mean, okay, but, and then we find out, at, you know, she is apologetic and she yeah. feels bad, and it's probably, I think she's also, when her dad's there, she's just, she'd probably be embarrassed of her dad with Jesse, yeah. and she'd just think, oh, this is going to be a complete nightmare, so... And probably, actually, to, to say that, oh, yes, we've got a new tenant next door, and he's already my boyfriend, is sort of a little bit embarrassing, really. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Because I mean, her dad's never met Jesse before. No, so she's got to prepare the ground a bit yeah. for that. 
But it does. But she not... is harsh with Jesse afterwards. Yeah. But maybe she that's... could have handled that a lot better. Yeah, think, in the, yeah. yeah. But she, but she is kind of she's quite a prickly sort of character, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. she is. She's an interesting character. Yeah. What 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 I was slightly confused about though was so we have this sort of little story of Jesse in this episode, of um, him being upset by Jane and then it'll be okay with Jane again. What do you mm. think the point of that was as far as Jesse's story goes? Um, is there a point? I, I don't know. I, is it just to make us feel more sorry for Jesse? Who's... Or is it to show, is it to show that we can see Jesse's sort of desire to lead a normal life of some kind? Well, uh, or... and, and we all, but we do want him to be back with Jane at some point because of the events that happen further on. Yeah. So. I mean, we, I don't know. I think it's just to show him to be a decent bloke to want, um, I mean, you know, just to show that he wants a nice relationship, but if you had that with a partner who also wanted a relationship, that would be really boring, if not sickly sentimental. So, yeah, kind of, you know, in order to demonstrate his good heart sort of thing, you have to put it through the ringer a little bit. Yeah. Um, Maybe the, maybe this will play out a bit more in future episodes. Yeah, and we like we that. are also we we know a father is a character that is important and comes up in the future. So that's yeah, um, you know it tells us a little bit about yeah. him and introducing him. Yeah, um, and it does. Yeah, it just makes it, well, it just gives a lot more sympathy for Jesse. Yeah, but yes, have we got? Are we getting to our? I think that's pretty much. Oh, the only thing, the only other thing I wanted to mention was. Um, some other little, um, um, I don't think I can't call these Vince Gilligan directing ticks because he didn't direct this episode. And they're not quite mm. the same as his normal ones. But did you like, there was two little um, uh, scene, I don't know what you, what, the, what the sort of film editing name for them is, but little links between the scenes where you have the brown water dripping from the boiler mm. that... Um, gets edited into Skylar dripping water into a cup of tea oh, with a tea yes, bag. I you like see that. that and then you have also you have the power soaring of Walt at home cutting the rot out of the um out of the wooden floor that um, moves into somebody hoovering at Skylar at Skylar's work and the sound carries on over. You know, yes, <laughs> that was neat. That was neat. Yeah. Other things oh just thinking about the tea bag thing, I noticed that Scott with Skylar's Playing with her tea bag, isn't she? Um, when she's talking to Ted, yeah, and just saying about the party and whatnot, and she talked about that's the first time she's revealed about um, uh, Walt's cancer to to, to yeah. Ted. Um, I, I thought the way she was fingering the string from her tea bag seemed a little bit. I'm sure Freudians would would sort of feel there was something in there. <laughs> I didn't notice. Do you that. know what I mean? Okay. No. Um, and the other little editing um, um, cut. I thought was quite good was when they cut to uh, something somebody or oh, Hank at the party cutting um, with the with the ice. Yes, and you're making margaritas. Yes, yeah. making margaritas. But obviously, yeah. your first thought is he's cutting up crystal. Yeah. But um, yeah. yes, like neat, neat, neat little things yes. and some shots from underneath the trolley in the DIY store that I quite like. Oh, well. uh, okay. That was rather yeah. good. But yeah, yeah there's there's plenty yeah. to look at and pretty Arizona as well. Not yeah. Arizona. New Mexico. Mexico. Oh, the southern state. It's a big country. Anyway, think, think we're done for this. Episode? I think we're. I'm sounding yeah. old, croaky, and tired. So yes. I think I think we're done. Anyway, as usual, if anyone would like to um, leave any comments on the podcast, 
ask any questions or answer any of the ridiculous points that we may not have answered properly, uh, the email address to the podcast is breakingbadrehab at ethancrane.com or you can uh, leave a message on our webpage, which is at ethancrane.com, C-R-A-N-E, and follow the links to Breaking Bad Rehab. And just to say that uh, there's going to be a one-week break before the next uh, episode of Breaking Bad Rehab, because we're not here next week. So uh, to catch the next episode, it'll be in two weeks' time. Uh, sorry if that actually bothers anyone. I'm not sure that anyone is listening to it that closely, possibly, but there we go. <laughs> if you are, you're going to have to wait next extra week, I'm afraid. But otherwise, we shall see you next time. See you now. See you now. Bye. Bye. Bye.